0: Yo, it is Brian here. Welcome to the Chunk and Lou podcast. Felt really weird saying that after saying that on my YouTube channel for years now, but hope you guys enjoyed that intro if you're from my channel and if you're new, welcome to the Chunk and Lou podcast. If you're wondering where, where Lou is at, this is something that I wanted to do and he completely agreed with me. Just do a podcast once or twice a month just on me and talk about whatever, but for the most part for these individual ones I and mean, we talk about roller coasters, credit cards, but mostly roller coasters because I have a passion for it. I just found out last year after riding the Fury like 50 times in 2022. I know. No life, right? But hey, a lot of those rides were multiple rides in one day because it was a walk-on a lot of the days because Carowinds, although it gets busy, very, very busy. There are days where there's just nobody there and you can have a walk-on marathon ride on one of the top rides in the world in Fury. So, I was like why not? And it's a really great ride. Number one ride for me personally. I would might might have been able to say Lightning Rod at Dollywood, but never got a chance to ride it because it broke down, right? Still breaking down after five plus years of operation. But anyways, end up with the rant of Dollywood and Lightning Rod. Still love the park though by the way. Uh, going over some plans that I want to do personally and maybe do a trip with Lou along the way in 2023. I still have a lot of plans for this one. Uh, so far in 2023, I've been to Carowinds to Knott's Berry Farm, been to Dollywood. So that's three, three parks so far. Got, have a lot more trips going. Have more Cedar Fair parks to go to and a couple of trips to Dollywood. Going with my friend hopefully in a month or two. Going with my dad maybe in September or October when it's a little bit off-peak season and hopefully we get to be able to ride lightning rod because huh, it broke down, right? But enough ranting about that. I think you guys get the theme by now especially in the last podcast when I did a review with Lou, but moving on. So that's in the books uh, for future plans. Another one in the future plans is definitely King's Dominion. I want to go to this park really badly because I want to ride Intimidator 305 and Twisted Timbers. We have the Terrible Hurler at the Wooden Coaster. Would love to see the transformation that Rocky Mountain Construction did to t- to it to make it Twisted Timbers and uh, it's apparently a really, really good ride. A lot of ejector airtime if you're into that. Uh, Carowinds, we don't have too much ejector airtime. I, th- I think the only one we ride that we have is Copperhead Strike potentially, but even then it doesn't really feel strong to me. So I can't wait to see what RMC has to throw into Twisted Timbers whenever I get a ch- chance to go this year. Hoping to go with some family or some friends. Whoever wants to go, please join me definitely in Dodgeville, Virginia. Also along the way, maybe go to Bush Gardens Williamsburg since it's only an hour away, but the difference is I don't have a season pass to Bush Gardens Williamsburg with Kings Dominion. I have a Cedar Fair Prestige Plus plan at Carowinds, so it makes it easier to go to all the Cedar Fair parks. I've been to Knott's Berry Farm already. Might as well make a trip to Kings Dominion. Only five hours away from Charlotte, so it's not too bad of a drive. Not horrible. It's about the, d- the same distance of Atlanta plus one hour, so five hours total. That should be a lot of fun, but Intimidated 305 is the main event for me personally. I'd love to compare this ride to Fury 325. See which ride I would like better. I probably would say Fury anyways because I think Intimidator 305 might be a little too intense, but who doesn't like intensity at all? Who doesn't like to gray out on that first 270 degree turn after the first drop 305, right? So that should be a lot of fun. That should be interesting. I can't wait to ride that one. That's in my bucket list big time for this year definitely to ride probably one of the most intense rides, if not the most intense roller coaster in the world right now, Intimidator 305. So Kings Dominion, you guys did a great job for a coaster Enthusiast, but the general public, oh, not a hundred percent, but still good enough, right? So, that's on my bucket list definitely for this year. Uh, with Lou, hopefully in August, we booked the flights with Southwest Airlines. I know a lot of people have a lot of gripes with that because of the whole winter meltdown thing in 2022 in December Christmas Day, but we're going to look with them. I got credit card points. Have a lot of Chase points. Also Southwest points to burn. So we're going to be using that to go to Cincinnati, Ohio. Hopefully get an opportunity to go to both Kings Island and Cedar Point. Honestly, I didn't really care for Kings Island back in the day when I was in high school, but ever since getting out of high school, they have really built that park to be one of the top parks in the Cedar Fair chain and also in the country as well. That's going to be a lot of fun there. Cedar Point, I think we all know was what their reputation is for the most part minus some, some operational issues. The rides fantastic. I think we all know everything that they have. Top Door Dragster if we go, that's not going to be open. It's probably going to be open 2024 with the revamp. I can't wait to ride that eventually in a few years whenever I go back to Ohio, but you know right now focusing on this trip in August. Should be a lot of fun. Lou, I hope you're excited to go big time. I'm excited to go. I've been wanting to go to Cedar Point for a long, long time. Ever since like early high school days. So that's how crazy I was and hopefully this is the opportunity to go and do some great things. I want to do one of those VIP tours to Val Raven. If you don't know, that's that 200, I think 30 feet being a dive coaster where you stop a little bit and then you go down. It's one of those TikToks They say, would you ride that ride? I mean, come on. It's just a dive coaster. It's not too crazy. It's just to make the general public scared, but coaster enthusiasts, they don't really like this ride, but I'll probably like it. I mean, I try to find... I try to walk the line between both coaster enthusiasts and the general public because as much as coaching enthusiasts are big critics, I still try to enjoy the ride as much as possible. I mean like for example at Carowind's, the Carolina Gold Rush, everybody knows that that's a very tame ride, but I get enjoyment out of that. It's a classic ride. It's been there since the park opened and I still have a lot of joy riding that for the most part. It's a nice way to chill out after riding Fury or Top Gun or Copperhead Strike. It's a nice way to wind down and chill a little bit after riding those big rides. But anyways, going back to the Cedar Point and Kings Island trip, that should be a lot of fun. Also along the way for you football fans, planning to try to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame as well. Well wow, it makes a big triangle of Ohio. Cincinnati, Sandusky, near Lake Erie and then near Cleveland, Ohio. Well, it was like 30 minutes from Cleveland from what I can remember or an hour. I'm not sure, but yeah. It should be a lot of fun. Haven't been to Ohio in my life. I never had a reason to go to Ohio, but with the two arguably the best amusement parks, in the whole country and maybe in the world. I mean you got to go at least once in your life right? Especially Cedar Point. I mean that's a bucket list for anybody that's a coaster fan or just anybody that likes to go somewhere like to the beach or something like that or big lakes because of Lake Erie. Cedar Point's a really good destination park right there. So that's going to be a lot of fun for me personally. So that's three parks so far. My to-do list that I haven't been before. Kings Dominion, Kings Island, Cedar Point, Prestige Plus is going to be coming in clutch with the free admission and plus free parking and all that cool lily dally stuff. Busch Gardens Williamsburg, not 100% on that yet. would want to go there. Hopefully if we have the time and season pass to go there, that'd be awesome right there because sometimes it's just better to buy the season pass and save some money than buy tickets and be very very expensive. So yeah, a lot of great plans. A lot of great stuff. Well, I've been talking a long time. You know it's always nice to have a partner. It's always nice to have somebody to talk to making these podcasts. Gives you a nice little break. but talking non-stop. It's kind of difficult. So sorry if I'm slurring my words a little bit or stuttering a lot, but we have a pretty bad habit of stuttering a lot, but still a lot of fun, a lot of love, a lot of joy as always. Lou, miss you big time. Paul Kim, miss you big time and hopefully we get to collab definitely more in the coming days and weeks when this podcast is being released. So yeah, roller coaster trip. A lot of fun and switching over to credit card game. Not really 100% but you know being able to fund these trips because of credit card points and cash back and all that cool stuff. That's just awesome right there. Fantastic opportunity and Knott's Berry Farm. I'm going to be going that first. Flew two flights in was it October and November of 2022 which is a few months ago. The one in March last month as of this recording. Both of them were flights from American Airlines. I know right American Airlines, but still I used American Airlines points to fly to California. Well the one in March was Delta Airlines, but I was able to use American Airlines points and Delta Sky miles to fly those flights for quote unquote for free even though you had to pay a little bit of taxes, but still it was subsidized I should say to be able to have cheaper flights to be able to pay pennies on a dime For an airplane ticket, I think that's just fantastic right there and credit to Delta Airlines. They gave me a free uh, Comfort Plus upgrade from what is it? Minneapolis to Charlotte because my flight got delayed slash canceled on my previous itinerary. So, I was able to go to John Wayne all to Minneapolis to Charlotte with my parents actually because we were planning to go home the same day, but I tried to book their flight to Minneapolis to Charlotte, but it was full, but luckily they were able to find some room and it all worked out except I lost my headphones if you don't remember that. It's kind of sucked there. But anyways, end up with the negativity right there. We're talking about positivity right here. Talking about trips. Talking about credit cards and how it could be a very useful tool if you pay on time and in full. So that's the one thing that me and Lou stress to you guys is to pay on time and in full with your credit cards. And if you do that, then you could reap big rewards on credit cards. Maybe in the next podcast or two, maybe Lou and I can talk about debit cards and how terrible is, to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know that by now, but if you don't know about debit cards, it's not the best way to pay transactions unless you really really have to. Unless a place doesn't take credit cards at all, but when you're talking about the grand scheme things of using a debit card, ooh, it's just disgusting right there big time. So we can talk about that in another podcast, but for right now, going back to the credit card game. Um, Hyatt Hotel. Hyatt has been very clutch when I go to trips to Atlanta. Sometimes we'll take trips there from Charlotte to Atlanta just to get out of Charlotte for a little bit and people would be like oh don't you just go into the same place? But that's a little different. Atlanta has its own flair and honestly being a Charlotte native, I feel like Charlotte tries to copy Atlanta and everything they do. I mean for crying out loud, look at the airport. The airport that Charlotte is doing right now, they have a big roof thing near the departures. It looks almost exactly like Atlanta. So I promise you those sh- shitty officials in Charlotte, they go to Atlanta to get a lot of ideas and you know what, i not wouldn't be surprised if that's where their inspiration's coming from, from a big city like Atlanta, Georgia, because it is a pretty cool city, I would say, if you haven't been there. If you're from the West Coast or anything like that, never been to Atlanta. Very interesting. As you all know, Atlanta airport's one of the busiest airports, if not the busiest airport in the world in terms of passengers carry. It's a cool fact if you didn't know that by now. I know of Atlanta, Georgia of all the places in the world to be a busiest airport, it's Atlanta. But anyways, going back to the credit card game and roller coasters and funding all these trips. You know with the trip to Kings Island and Cedar Point and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're going to try to use points as much as possible. Use points for Hyatt in Cincinnati because they have quite a bit of Hyatt hotels in Cincinnati to for Kings Island. Cedar Point is going to be a little bit difficult because they don't really have any big hotels and for Hyatt to use credit card points or Hyatt points because as you all know, Hyatt points are very very valuable currency in terms of loyalty programs. It's probably one of the best loyalty programs out there for both hotel and airline. Chase and Built have a really good partner in Hyatt and I tried to transfer as much points to them as much as possible because it's a very valuable partner for both credit card companies and especially for Chase because without Hyatt, I don't know. Chase would be kind of okay in terms of transferring points, but when you can transfer to a very valuable program like that, get 1.5 at least. Maybe 2, 3 cents a point for hotel stays. That makes it very valuable right there and that makes it really awesome right there to be able to get very good value for your points as much as possible. they are hard-earned points, sign-up bonuses, all that cool stuff. High it comes clutch big time, especially in our trips to Atlanta, Georgia and um, what else? What else to talk about? about credit cards. Uh, we Talk about flights. Talk about hotels. The one in Cedar Points can be a little bit difficult as I said, but hopefully we can find some good redemptions from Marriott or Hilton or something like that, but t- to be honest with you, I don't like using points for both of them because they're kind of useless to be honest with you. They're only value about 0.6, 0.7 cents a point. So you're getting less than the floor value of your points to cash ratio if you're booking through those, but sometimes you can find good value for hotels, but for the most part, Hyatt is just hands down number one and I hope Hyatt does not devalue their program even more like they did a little bit a few weeks ago when it devalued some of their higher end hotels to make it a little bit more of a I guess difficult way to get uh, to get redemptions for Categories 5 and up, but still very good from Categories 4 and under and the credit card program is really good as well. $95 annual fee, but at the same time you do get a free night up to Category 4 and honestly somebody's going to be staying at a hotel. Most of you guys that are traveling anywhere, whether you're flying or driving somewhere, you're bound to stay somewhere at a hotel and to get a free night. That's probably over $95. You get very good value right there big time. So yeah. A lot of fun, a lot of great, exciting plans for me personally. You know, ever since we're going to Carowinds, often with the season pass. Last year getting a Gold Pass, you know me and my dad we thought why don't we get the Prestige Plus Pass and I think it's been working wonders for us big time. Not just at Carrolls, but to be able to access other parks, to be able to travel, to give us a reason to travel, to get credit card points to fund those travels. I think that just is awesome right there and then to spend money, you know you try, not to, minimi- you try to minimize your spend when you're traveling, but when you have to spend money, you get more credit card points and hopefully that adds up even more and hopefully it's a snowball effect for all you guys where the goal for me for credit card games is, is to travel to a lot of places as much as possible to make it cheaper. I wouldn't say free. A lot of big YouTubers and TikTokers say you could get booked something for free, but there's no such thing as free in the life as you all know. You do have to pay something in some way, shape or form. Taxes, whatever planes, fuel surcharges if you're booking internationally. You're going to have to pay some cash some way, shape and form, but to have points to fund 90, 95% of your fl- your trip, I think that's really good right there and also hotels, especially Hyatt. They don't charge you any tax or anything like that. You just have to use your points and you're done right there. Makes it very very easy and seamless in my opinion. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know if I can add anything else to it. I mean the podcast right now, it's going 15 minutes And I don't know if I could talk for another 15 minutes about future trips for 2023, future trips for 2024. I could talk a little bit about that. Maybe a plan for me personally is to maybe go to Pennsylvania or Florida. Maybe to hit up the Pennsylvania parks like Kennywood. Hershey Park and Dorney Park. That'd be a great trip right there or maybe Florida hit up Universal Studios. More Islands of Adventure so I could try to Velocicoaster. See if that's the number one ride in the world in terms of great rides. I mean Intamin has been going really really strong recently in the past few years. They've had some struggles in the 2000s in terms of their ride reliability and I can, cannot blame Cedar Fair for not going back to Intamin for a while in terms of you know having rides break down, having to destroy rides. Having to revamp rides like top dragster. Just a lot of angst on the old Intamin days, but hopefully Cedar Fair one day will work with Intamin because they're making a lot of great rides from what we're seeing not just in the country, in the USA, but talk about places around the world. Intamin has done a really good job. Another good one I would say is Vacoma. I mean I rode Dragonfly at Dollywood and that was a really really good ride. I mean we have Kitty Hawk. Carowinds and that's the old Vacoma Generation uh, family ride, whatever you want to call it. Henning bangers and that was absolutely terrible man. Uh, you know people talk about headbanging and just casually talking about that. I never had headbanging in my life than this one. I mean Vortex at Carowinds is pretty bad and that's a stand-up roller coaster, but I didn't get any headbanging, but the Kitty Hawk, that's more of a family ride. Now, I got a lot of headbanging right there, so that actually hurt quite more than Vortex and that's crazy to say right there. I don't know if you guys felt that way if you guys been to Carowinds before, but yeah, uh, Kitty Hawk, I probably would never ride that ever again unless they replaced it with the Dragonflyer style ride or even then all they have to do with Kitty Hawk is just replace the trains to modern Vekoma black bars like in Dragonflyer and it'd be awesome right there. But you know, I mean Carowinds is probably throwing that idea in Cedar Fair, but not going to do it anytime soon. But hopefully Cedar Fair does get the opportunity to work with both companies again, but it feels like Cedar Fair is working more with B&M and mock rides and nothing wrong with that at all. B&M, very reliable, high capacity monster machines and very easy to use. Easy operations and as I said, reliability. I think that's what they're looking for after being burned by Intamin a few times. mock rides, but I guess that's their Intamin version of today. Kind of innovation and what have you, but very good reliable rides and you know for the most part, Copperhead Strike has been operational. It hasn't had too many problems. There has been a few shutdowns, but that's like like once every few months. It's not like anything terrible, but every ride has their quirks and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully Cedar Fair gets to work w- more with mock rides. They worked more in the 2000's with like the small rides, but with but Strike being a very big addition to Carowinds and for the most part being a successful ride, it gets a lot of a pretty decent line even on quiet days. I hope like Kings Island or something like that can get something cool like that in the near future. So yeah, there you have it right there you guys. That's it right here. I'm going to end it right here almost 20 minute mark, but very short podcast, but for me personally you know doing it by myself it's a little bit difficult and hopefully one day I can get Aaron Lou to try this out and see what he thinks of doing a podcast by himself and yeah. I'm going to end it right here you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this. You guys stay safe. So much love to each other and I'll catch you guys up in the next episode. Hopefully with Lou again and we'll talk about something cool when we'll be real as always. I think that's the big thing we try to stress about big time. Bye guys! Love y'all. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, rest of your night, wherever you're at and we'll catch you guys up in the next episode.